2: This is Computer Talk
1: with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by
2: phone at 522 WTIC or 1 800 966 WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpatabinc.com or get help anytime at ComputerTalkwithTab.com. Now, here's Eric. Hello, TJ. We're
1: going to be here until
2: 11 o'clock. And you haven't heard that TJ
1: in five years. Years. I went into semi-retirement about five years ago. <laughs> <That's correct. laughs> from radio that is. Not from uh, not from tab, but from radio. And uh, It's good to have you back. It's fun. This is gonna be this will be a good time. I'm it looking be, forward to it.
2: It will be a good time. So if you guys have a you know you wanted to talk to TJ, he's here. Feel <laughs> free to get online, 966 WTIC, five two two WTIC and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions and concerns.
1: Sounds awesome. Uh, I got a thing from uh, our guy Mike, who who does our support work for the show. We've been doing; it, he's been doing it as long as I've been doing it. Yep. And uh, feeding us with support, and he just wanted to throw out a, a an Apple gotcha, just so you know that iOS fourteen point four point two has an urgent security patch that needs to be applied, and there is. A uh, vulnerability in there that's so serious, they've actually issued enough updates to go back to the iPhone 6. Oh, boy. So this is a pretty bad one. And yep. I know that um, on my Duo application, we use 2FA for everything now. Right, right. And Duo is, is the application we use. And uh, I got a notice yesterday afternoon to update. So it looks like everybody's on the same page. But this is a pretty serious exploit. No. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely a serious exploit. It's serious. It's a serious thing. They don't really tell you exactly what or how or why, but it's another one of these vector exploits where they drop some payload in, and if the door is open and it's there, you're infected and it's a problem. So basically all these vulnerability updates right. basically close that door yeah. so you can't execute.
2: We should just get off the Internet.
1: Well, yeah, something be said for that too. Yeah, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter's <laughs> approach.
2: So, as usual and customary, we do have some technology news. Where did you want to start? Uh, I want to start actually because I think this is
1: very cool. As you know, I'm 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 an Elon Musk fan. Boy. Oh yeah, I gotta admit, uh, that. I am
2: um, now too. I own a
1: Tesla, um yep. and I'm on my second Tesla. As a matter of fact, just because I absolutely love the car, mm-hmm. love the technology, yep. and I'm also a big SpaceX. P- SpaceX nerd guy, too. I love watching all the launches. Yeah. And, you know, all and the, landings. How, yeah, the they, landings.
2: how they stick the landing. Well, they haven't stuck them lately, but they were doing some pretty cool um, landings.
1: 71. They're up to 71 or 72. That's pretty I mean, good. They've got a really good track record there. Yeah. But what what they're doing with their SpaceX uh, program is they're doing something called Starlink. and right. They're creating their own network of uh, low... Uh, uh, Atmosphere satellites to allow them to communicate and give you uh, some pretty good uh, speeds as far as uh, what you can get for um, latency and things like that that would normally not be good in a satellite. Right. And they've gotten, I think they're up to... I think it's around 1,500 satellites so far. That's oh, 3, 1,300 satellites.
2: Big, big net of satellites.
1: And so they're also, they're also trying to get into the, the Arctic market. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a very good market. I mean, I, I thought that too, And that, but there, a lot of the Starlink satellites they've got are already up and running and working. Yeah. But it turns out that there's a very lucrative government project that's going on because they want to blanket the top of the world ah. with satellites as well. And OneWeb, their competitor, they have like 46 satellites up there. It's oh, yeah, not nothing. even close. But they're going for that polar market to, to try to take over that area. All right. So we're going to have to see where it goes. But I have a funny feeling that Starlink is probably going to just take over all of it. Because OneWeb, they have to buy launch time. They have to buy you know, single-use, um, no reusable rockets. Right. And um, Elon's spa- got that corner. SpaceX just sits there and just launches these things like they're candy.
2: Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. And if you get the government to pay for it, I mean that is what Elon's best at. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> so, but uh,
1: yeah, so it's, it's one of those things. I was just I was very surprised because I haven't seen anything really going on with OneWeb lately, because in, in, mm-hmm. they actually went bankrupt once.
2: Oh, Shh, nobody knows. No. Shh. No. <laughs> no. Don't say anything. Well, 46 satellites, what are they going to do? Yeah, we're going to see what's going on. (laughs) I got one for you, T. Go ahead. So here in Connecticut, we've got the largest hedge fund in the world, run by uh, Ray Dalio. Mm -hmm. And he's got an article that I found, I think it was in Forbes magazine. I'll put a link up there for you. Oh, Yahoo Finance, I found this. Uh, He sees good probability that Bitcoin gets outlawed. Yay, I'm all for it. I've been saying that for a
1: long time because you know my biggest reason for it Mm -hmm. is if you didn't have Bitcoin... You'd have none of this hacking going on. You'd have no none way. of this encryption. It wouldn't be worth doing because he can't get paid. Correct. Anonymous payment system is ridiculous. Let's just be honest.
2: Yeah, he's, and I hope he's correct. So basically, you know, uh, Dahlia points out that um, in his upcoming book that the U.S. government made it illegal to privately own gold in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. Same problem, right? So in this case, Bitcoin, fake money. Is killing us when it comes to these ransomware attacks. So I hope he's right. I'll put the link up here for you as far as what his prediction has been. The biggest hedge fund guy in the world makes a prediction like this. Maybe people will listen. Um, and yet yesterday, I know. Elon
1: announced that um, they're going to be able to pay. You can pay. You can buy a Tesla now with Bitcoin. Yeah, and you know
2: who's going to buy them? Those ransomware guys. Yeah, because they so got all the money. He's selling to all the criminals. <laughs> so you know, I hope Ray. I hope Ray's right, and the Bitcoin is worth nothing like it should be. Yeah, speaking of
1: ransomware, I did have another one. I'll, I'll jump past the one I was going to talk about and move on to this one.
2: Yeah. Uh, a company called
1: Spectrologic, uh, just to show the the problems with um, if you do get ransomware. Mm-hmm. This company got hit uh, about five, six months ago in November. All right. And luckily, they had backups that were off-site. Those are the IoT and,
2: companies, Spectrologic? Uh, not sure. Okay, Not sure ahead. what they specialize in, okay. but they're out,
1: they're out in Boulder, Colorado. Yep. And... They were just – it's just like a, a tale of caution that they were able to get away with not paying a $3.5 million ransom because they did have things off-site and they were able to reconstruct their entire right. network from their backups. Right. Not quite current. But he also mentioned, and we can dovetail right into this, uh, the FBI was heavily involved with helping them try to track down exactly what happened. Nice. And they did find out who actually hacked them. Which I thought was pretty cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a couple of guys in uh, Nigeria. Um, <laughs> Those guys are pretty active. Yeah, and also the Philippines, and uh, uh, of course, the Eastern Europe has always been right. a super hot spot for hacking. Yep. But they were able to help them. And uh, I know that when we re- recently went through the exchange uh, compromise that w- that was ripped through the entire world. Yes, thank I know you, Microsoft. You talked about that on the air a couple weeks ago. I Many BDS. times, and um, the FBI got involved with that and mm-hmm. actually sent us a whole bunch of great information yes. on um, what to look for, on what to look for, and how to remediate it. And uh, there were actually additionally some better ideas than we even got from Microsoft. Of course. So I thought, I thought it, the FBI really like stepped up. They yeah. They really did. I thought they did a great job. We were in contact with them for, oh gosh. A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but that was the first time we've actually had any dealings with them at a, at a ransomware level.
2: Well, because it was so huge. I mean, everybody in the brothers impacted because Microsoft left the door open for a decade. I mean, everybody was wide open. Thanks, Microsoft. (laughs) And the FBI is like, well, we probably should let people know
1: (laughs) what to do. Yeah, they did a great job. They They really really did. did. I got to say, when when you first start to get these calls and it's like, this is Special Agent Jones from the New Haven Bureau. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is this real? Yeah. Yeah, It was was very real. And they were very much on top of the game and very concerned about uh, our progress to make sure that we had protected our clients, which we had. Yep. Uh, but it was it was a great experience. So I have to say, go FBI. I mean, definitely. Really, they were on the game.
2: I just can't imagine all the phone calls that poor guy was making <laughs> <laughs> in other news. Yes, we, we talked about net neutrality uh, all the time. And of course, California recently um, enacted their net neutrality laws. Uh, unfortunately, the um, they didn't think it through all the way. Are we surprised? No, no. Um, Of course, net neutrality tries to treat every packet equally. It just sounds so warm and fuzzy and squishy. Uh, However, that's not how a network works. All right. You don't, every packet is not equal. Some packets have to be prioritized. Some packets can be deprioritized. And by doing it, the way they're talking about it, you can have the exact same problem that other other states have had, where they had crazy laws that were put in in the 1910s to protect the the uh, morris code operators or the what do they call the telegraph, telegraph operators? Orders, yeah. So nobody could put lines up on their poles, and that's why we can't do that now because of laws made by ding dongs back then. Oh, net neutrality is the same thing. We still
1: have the Tennessee power thing that FDR enacted in place.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we need to get these politicians away from our technology. Um, so they want this net neutrality, and of course. California is now worried. The the officials of the Department of Veterans Affairs are wondering if they can, um, if this new law is going to affect the VA giving veterans the free phone service they were getting on their telephones. They get reduced or free service. As um, they should. As they should. It's the least they could do for crying out loud. Very least. Exactly. But of course, at net neutrality, we all must be treated equally awful. Um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lowest common denominator when it comes to government. So you, they're worried that this new law is going to have an unintended consequence. So of course, what do they got to start doing in net neutrality? They're going to have to do what? Loopholes. All oh, right, isn't of course. It? And so we we'll start writing exceptions. Writing exceptions. Just, just
1: write exceptions to the law. Right.
2: That's how they. This is how all these guys work. And of course, how's that going to work? Someone's going to come to them and say, "Hey, buddy, can you write me an exception, a loophole?" I'll contribute to your campaign. I've got this um, lobbyist over
1: here. He's going to help you just a little bit in your next campaign. Yeah. Can you get this in there for me? So, guys, we're it's... going down a K Street and we're going to – Yeah,
2: so we'll, we'll make it equally miserable, and then those who pay extra will get to not have to pay. <laughs> net neutrality. Welcome to welcome to the future. you got to love it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll put that link up there, too, uh, for you to read. It's from Politico. But the actual father, or the guy who coined net neutrality, is really concerned about this type of, this type of issue. And so rightfully. Yep, we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. I'm TJ. And TJ's the guy who was here five years ago with us. <laughs> for, Sit- the, for 20 years before that. Too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Sit- sitting in for Bob, who's away today and taking a, a day off. Well-deserved. We just thought it'd be fun to come back again for a day, just to, to kind of
1: see it, especially here in the, the Tab studios, because yes. uh, I saw Eric putting all this stuff together last year and and, uh, he's put quite a bit of time and effort into this whole process and getting Facebook live and getting, uh, the cameras all set up the way they're supposed to be and all the feed work that we have to do to get it back to the studio. Back to
2: Farmington, yeah. And,
1: uh, yeah, the studio's in Farmington. And it's actually really, it's a really cool setup. I, I it's a pleasure to actually sit here for the first time and be on air and do this. <laughs> it's really kind of well,
2: cool. We're glad to have you. <laughs> we're here to 11 o'clock. We got wide open phone lines, guys. Four lines wide open. Eight hundred nine six six 966 wtic 522-WTIC. Feel free to get online. It's usually a good time to do it in the first hour. By the second hour, we're all jammed up. As we wait for your calls, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about self-driving cars? you want to talk about some of that? What do you want to talk about? Well, you up?
1: know me. I'll talk about Tesla all day long. I know you will.
2: <laughs> well, self-driving is a, is a good thing. I mean, uh, we were t- talking to some friends last night about the fact that, you know, when you turn on your self-driving capabilities, even my wife's minivan and has the same technology, similar technology. It's much more relaxing to drive long distances when the car is going to keep you in the lane. You have to worry about veering. It is very
1: much more relaxing. Um, yeah. One of my sons lives in Maine and we do we go up there frequently. Right. And uh it is kind of amazing that I'll get on at eighty four and I'll flip it on autopilot. Right. And I probably have to pay I pay attention because you every you should pay every, attention. every twenty seconds the Tesla wheel makes you jiggle jiggle the wheel so right. you know what's going on. Right. But you can drive I, I say it of that three hour drive, I really have, have interaction, real interaction with the car right. for about six minutes.
2: Yeah. It and just does everything.
1: You're just kind of watching. It's a very relaxing trip. It's not tense at all. It it knows it knows its surroundings. Right. And Tesla's you know 360 degree aware. Right. So when you're on autopilot, one of the the latest things with the newest releases they've been coming up with mm-hmm. is human tendency is that you, when you come up against an 18 wheeler, yeah. you're always going to try to move yourself to the left and like ride the left lane to keep to keep that distance. Okay. Old autopilot never did that, so you would be like within eight inches of a truck. And you're sitting, <laughs> going, whoa, that's close. Yeah. And With the new technology, they've actually got it to the point where it sees where the truck is. It knows the length of the truck. It moves over to the acceptable lane limit and then drives and speeds up to get past it and then adjusts for it. Nice. Back in the middle of the lane again. Nice. It's, it's almost scarily smart when you're driving
2: with so it. So it'll now. do that for you automatically. Automatically. See, mine doesn't do that. No. It, uh, yours, I don't think i wanted yours to. It has lane, just looking at the lane. But yes. one of the
1: coolest things, I've only done this once and I, and it was to go to my, my nephew's house out in, in, uh, northern Massachusetts. Yeah. And it was really cool because you can hit navigate on autopilot and what it will do is if you have nav plugged into a destination, mm-hmm. it will do exit-to-exit driving for you, which means <laughs> I got on at an 84. Right. I had to switch to 290. I had to switch to 495. And when it got to the end of the exit at 495, it beeped at me and said, okay, you take control back. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and we actually did it where we went the entire length of the ride. And right. it was, it was well, my wife was a little weir- worried as we, got, we went through some of the curves getting um, on to 495 because, yeah. as you know, from 90 to 495, it gets a little little, squirrely. A little Yeah. <laughs> but it handled it. There's it, just something about a car it well.
2: turning itself that it is a little freaky. Yeah,
1: and uh, one of the things that I don't really get involved with is um, is um, Summon, because I still think it's kind of like a parlor trick. Yeah. Uh, that makes me a little nervous. Summon, for those of you that don't know Tesla terms, what, what that means is the car will come to you if you ask it to, so right. it knows where lot. you are in a parking lot, yeah. or in its simplest form, Summon allows you to move your car without you in it backwards and forwards, or like park it in a garage, like if you have a very tight garage, mm-hmm. Summon will allow you to park your car in the garage, and it will do it without you in the car. It's cool. And the car, I've done, I've practiced with it. With my old Tesla, I did it. The new Tesla, they're supposed to be even smarter. But I haven't really utilized that feature, so I'm definitely no expert on it. But it's some of the stuff that's coming up. We're supposed to have full self-driving by the end of June. I
2: heard that. June 21. And that's level five. are got to go from two to five. You're skipping. Correct. Three It and does four. sound kind of musky. we will do that. <laughs> level
1: two means um, basically driving with assistance. And yeah. then level three is more aware. Number four is it will get you basically on and off the road safely. Yeah. And five is full autonomy. It's just right. basically the car, you, you could let the car go by itself and have it go pick you up at the airport. Right. It's kit. Yeah. It's, it's Night Rider. Kit. It's, it's Night Rider. <laughs>
2: It's not right. was going- one of
1: the reasons why I replaced my car early, though, is because the newer, mod- the refresh models of S and X, they went to that yoke style that Kit used to have. Yeah. I don't want a yoke. I want a steering
2: wheel. Yeah, and, they, <laughs> and they weren't so sure that that was actually legal to do that, but I guess they did finally approve it. They okay. must have, because it was in the build. Yes. And, I, and that's why I jumped on earlier. I want a wheel. I don't want to always keep my hands I like a wheel.
1: Plus, on the, on the minus side, my Tesla was one of those Teslas that had the million rights to the RAM.
2: Oh, yes. The CF card. They the built CF it on card. a CF card. <laughs> yeah. And after a
1: million reads and writes, basically what it did is that things started failing. Yeah. And uh, my car actually bricked on me. Oh, that's it? Did? That's, yeah. It bricked. Like mm. it had to be put on a flatbed, taken oh. down a new Milford. Yeah. And had had the, serv- the service done to it and then bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. That's yeah. the one
2: drawback. When a, when, a, when a device like that fails, it really fails. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, John and Avon. Let's see what John's got cooking. You there, John?
0: Hey. Uh, I just uh, was hearing you talk about driverless cars, and I uh, have a book recommendation. Uh, sure. A friend of mine, car buff, uh, uh, that told me about, and found it quite interesting. It's called "Why We Drive."
2: Why we drive?
0: By Matthew Crawford.
2: Is it talking about why we don't want driverless cars?
0: Uh, he he gets into that that uh, it will uh, change your life more than you think it will. Yeah and and there's something about driving that that we should not be so easily ready to give up.
2: I'm totally with you. Like I I still have a, I have a car that's a manual. I love driving a manual. And right. uh, it's a whole your car's a manual? Not not the not the truck, but the Oh, the little car. The little car. The Roller Skate. Yeah. <laughs> the little Mazda. And it is a lot of fun to drive a manual. I, I yes, mean, it whoever, is. if you don't have and also nobody's going to steal it cuz they can't figure out how to drive it. Exactly. Um, but it is a lot more fun to drive that car than to drive a regular car. But but again, if you just if you if you have to go long distances, and that's, that's a tiring thing, you actually don't get as tired when the car does most of the work. You do not. That that is a fact. Not a lot less to worry about, you know. So, but it, we'll put that link up uh, as far as that book uh, recommendation. Can you give it again, or did you already find it? To you? Yeah, I got it. Oh, he's already found it. Yeah. Why we drive?
0: Yeah. Why we drive? One of the, one of the uh, things I remember that uh, made a lot of sense to me uh, in the book is that when you're driving, it's the one thing that you you can't do anything else doing
2: yeah you're focused we much
0: want to fill our time with doing busy stuff and this is the (laughs) one time when you can't do anything else you have to just focus on the road and and it's sort of uh, liberating in a way
2: it's a good um, point, you know, especially with news. I, I'm a big news talk radio junkie. So when you're driving, you can actually focus on what you're listening to and focus on the road. It is yeah. definitely. Oh, well, I'm
1: one of those guys. I, I actually love to drive. Yeah. I, I love being on the road. Mm-hmm. I love d- doing open road trips, as, as anybody yeah, who do. knows me. I, <laughs> I I will drive. If, if you want me to drive cross country, tell me you need a car driven cross country. I'll take You'll it next it. week. Yeah. Uh, That's true. <laughs> I mean, I just enjoy being out there and doing it. But I, I see where definitely where you come from where there is there's certainly relaxation to it that that I understand for sure right. but I do like yeah. self-driving
2: yeah Enjoy and I think thank you Thank you okay, John. thank you I also think when we get to uh, 5g where when it actually works and 5g's out there and all of our cars are start talking to each other like packets on a network we' we'll, we'll, we'll not need as much insurance there won't be as many um, lawyers out there having to deal with accidents because there won't be as many accidents because a- absolutely true that's all going to be a, a great thing to help us and and, and we're not going to let those nuts. Like, drive up and down the highway, drive up and down the highway. They literally, you can push a button and the state police could just probably slow you right down. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, this it'd be much safer because the highways are nuts. I don't know about you. I mean, I'm getting to be a fogey, but the highways are nuts out there. Oh, they
1: are. And one of the things that is going to prevent. A, a rapid growth of this though in adoption yeah, yeah. is V2V. It's called vehicle to vehicle communication yep. where basically it allows cars um, to talk to each other within a, about a 100 foot radius. I'll take it. So that they know what the car is going to do like when they come to an intersection the cars will auto negotiate who's going. I love it. And until you have four cars at an intersection that are all V2V enabled yeah, um, you don't have it. You have right. chaos still. Yeah. So there's a lot of lot of road work it's that needs to be done before you're actually to be able to pull this off.
2: It's coming. It's coming. So we're gonna That's be coming. here till eleven o'clock, guys. Feel free to get online. We're gonna take a break for news, and then we'll get to. We have two lines open: eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Everything we've talked about has been posted live by Mike G over at ComputertalkwithTab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you follow us on Facebook over at Tab Computer Systems, and you're not in Australia, Mark Zuckerberg might be in the newsworthy. It might get into your newsfeed. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. I'm TJ. And that's TJ. Yes, it's TJ. He's back. <laughs> a little hiatus, five-year hiatus. A little five, yeah, I took a little five-year break. Yeah. Now I'm back. It's good to have him back for today. Bob's on va- on vacation today. And I thought it would be
1: fun to come in here and fill in for a little while and uh, yeah. just see if I see if
2: I still got the chops to do this thing or not. Sure. So I think
1: we're going to find out the hard way. I probably don't,
2: but we're going to give it a whirl. <laughs> Feel free to get online, eight hundred nine six six 966 wtic 522-WTIC. You have got a couple lines open for you on this lovely Saturday morning. I know it's lovely out there and you want to get out there and rake the yard, but don't do it, Len Gittix will tell you not to rake your yard. You're just going to get the, the the weed seeds planted in your yard, so don't rake it.
1: They just came and thatched my yard yesterday, the whole and then, thatching and stuff. So that's going to give me weeds, you're yes, telling me? Yes,
2: sir. Yeah, you just gave the air and the weed seeds the so, the soil and contact and light that it was asking for. Man,
1: you just sounded like
2: Len right there. <laughs> Did I really? Well, <laughs> yeah. no. he's a smart man. Let's go. Let's go to your call. He saved me a weekend. Let's go on to Dave. <laughs> yes, Dave in Bristol. What's going on, Dave?
0: Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, kicking and screaming. I've got one on, uh, for w- my favorite Windows 10. Uh huh. Um, I utilize uh, Label Writer from Dymo. Yeah, I okay. use one at work and I use one at home, and one is a little older than the other. When Windows 10 came along, uh, I was able to get, uh, you know, updated uh, updates for Dymo. And yeah. everything was fine until a couple of weeks ago when after a, uh, an update from, from good old Windows 10.
2: No, from Microsoft. Uh, Windows 10 is just the thing that was updated. Microsoft sent you that good old update. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's make sure you focus on who the culprits are. Microsoft. Microsoft. Yes.
0: Mi- Microsoft. Yep. Copy that. Microsoft, in their wisdom, did something. Anyway, what happened was I, I went to print something out, and the printer spit out a label, but nothing was printed on it. Right. So um, I went back to Dymo, and uh, lo and behold, uh, there was a, now a compatibility problem with uh, uh, between Dymo and uh, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And so what they did was give me the instructions to delete the last Microsoft update, which right. I did, and it worked. Yep. Okay. Um, of course, you know, my computer said, you know, oh, Microsoft, you know, Dave went and deleted what you put in, so of course they put it right back in again. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine for a couple of days. Yeah. So I went through that again, and then I did a little digging around, and lo and behold, there was a way to stop Microsoft from sending me updates. Right. Yeah. Well, you can Uh, you can hide just that
1: one update as well, if you wanted to do that. You could hide that one update. Oh, that so, I didn't know. So it'll just ignore it, but it's not an easy thing to do. It's not like in the olden days of Windows 10 before, um, I believe it was the, the September release last year. You could actually just go to that update that was unapplied and say hide it, mm-hmm. meaning I don't want that update to ever come through. Right. Now you, you can do it, but it still goes through gyrations. And I can, I can try to find a link for you and we can have Mike post it on how to actually walk through 10 to actually hit that and hide the release so that that particular KB won't be installed.
0: Right. Well, you gentlemen will get a kick out of this. Microsoft apparently figured out that I'd stop getting updates. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they sent me this very polite reminder yesterday, and I bounced right out of that. Well, this morning, I fired up the computer, logged in, and walked away. And by the time I came back, it had found a way to...
2: apply yeah. the updates? Why the updates?
0: They are awful.
2: They are. And in some cases, it would be considered.
0: What is it with them? Now, I can imagine that uh, Dymo sells a lot of these things. you sure and do. I guess yep. the onus is going to be on them to try to figure out how to, you know, oh, deal no, no. with no
2: beast. No, you know what? The, you know, the onus, Dave, unfortunately, is on geeks like us. So basically, you know, we have got eight or nine thousand seats out there, and all of them are having the issues that you're describing, and they uh-huh. come calling to us about how to fix it, and we're like. We don't know what Microsoft is doing. They keep breaking it, so the onus is always seems to be on everybody but the people involved. Um, but yes, Dymo is going to have to come up with a solution to work around Microsoft. Good luck.
1: Or you you do run into it, like you said, there are probably a million people that are affected by this problem. Thank you. And for example, the the big problem that they had two weeks ago with printer drivers and a release was mostly related to HP drivers, right? And somehow some kind oh, of incompatibility boy. that they never described. Now, that was that was really, that affected awesome. millions. Our help desk was
2: buried right. for, I for two weeks. You get a blue screen of death after you try to print. And,
1: yeah, it was it was nasty. And they f- they fixed it in another patch, and luckily that's really calmed down because they did address the issue. So I think you'll probably see it fixed in another release. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime,
2: you can't ship anything, so you can't get paid. <laughs> Thanks, Microsoft.
0: Well, I can keep, I can <laughs> keep doing this delete thing, um, you know, until, you know, my, you know. Yeah.
2: I know, but again, you shouldn't have to do that. Imagine yeah, you if you have, have an operation with fifteen Dymo printers trying to print labels to put on your boxes to ship out to whatever, and and Microsoft is not helping. It hasn't been
0: the same since Windows three point one. I'm telling you,
2: <laughs> it hasn't been the same since since OS two.
0: <laughs> Can I make a quick comment about Tesla before I hang up? Absolutely. Um, I, I wish I had. I wish I hadn't deleted the link, and I don't know how I got there, but I was on a uh, on a YouTube. Uh, some, by, by recommendation of somebody to uh, watch this very drunk couple trying to put gasoline into a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> right into the... I, you know, the, 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 the cover was open, and they're trying to shove gasoline into it. It's pouring down the side and on the ground, Wow! and they could barely stand up. And I, I what I didn't see was... The Tesla blowing up when they actually
2: tried to start it. It probably wouldn't. is <laughs> no sparks. Yeah, there's no sparks. That's <laughs> that's actually funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen uh, the videos of people with gasoline are just as problematic too. Putting gas in their gasoline cars. So. Uh huh. Thanks well, for thank the. Thank you, the gentlemen. Holiday. I appreciate your help. You got it, sir. That's
1: and right. I just sent um, the link over to Mike to post, so you can get it there, Dave, on how to temporarily hide those.
2: Yeah, and anybody else out there. I mean, we almost would almost advise that you you almost need to. To delay most Microsoft updates, because clearly the B team is involved with updating the operating system these days, not the A team, because if I they have been just crushing us with yeah. these messes that they're creating. So I
1: usually wait until I see a cumulative update come through, mm-hmm. and you know, they they call it Patch Tuesday because for the most part, if you have automatic updates turned on, every Tuesday night you're going to get a, you're going to get whatever patches they might release that Tuesday. Right. That could be good. It could be great if it's a problem. It can also be terrible if it does things like this out of the blue and it affects all your machines.
2: And the other issue is, right, so they could be actually patching holes that are security exploits that, of course, they wouldn't tell you they're doing, which is good. We don't want to know the hole they're patching because that's why the exchange issue was such a big deal because we knew the hole that was out there. They let the cat out of the bag somehow. So these updates could also protect you from their problems in their operating system. So, it's always a cutting edge sword which side do you want to be on the one that your bank your bank account gets drained because microsoft didn't patch or the one where your bank account doesn't get drained because they did patch but you can't print
1: and you can't ship and therefore <laughs> yeah. you're going to go bankrupt and, and you don't yes. have any money so there'd be no money in your bank account so then where do you go i mean at that point where do
2: you go yeah <laughs> you go you say to yourself maybe computers aren't the best thing i guess you just become a luddite turn everything off and <laughs> live in the woods i don't know <laughs> Some people might be happier. So uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, eight hundred nine six six wtic 522-WTIC. Lines are wide open on this lovely Saturday morning. Uh, feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. TJ's here. It's been five years, but hey. he's here sitting in for Bob. So feel free to get online. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. I'm TJ. And we are going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have four lines wide open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. So feel free to get online. And uh, we wanted to bring up something because Carmen Filorama, uh our digital camera guru, uh, who is now retired and enjoying the sunshine, sent me an email because last week we talked about inkjet printers and how much trouble they are and how expensive it can be to deal with the ink and how messy it can be because we had callers calling in with issues with inkjets and he reminded us of uh, of a way to get a much better solution from your your uh, your inkjet printing and they call them what eco tanks right hmm Epson's got one
1: Epson makes them uh, that's the one I have experience with and I have an eco tank at home that I yep. bought about a year ago we use an eco tank over in our project area right. and they are amazing they're super cheap um they're not really super cheap to buy, but the consumables are super cheap,
2: yeah, uh, like, even the tank itself like an e t seventy five uh, forty seven fifty Carmen says was two hundred and fifty bucks
1: yeah i think mine I think mine was around three fifty or something like that yeah not a ninety nine dollar printer but still, the quality that you get out of it is amazing. the mm-hmm. ease of filling them is easier than an ink inkjet cartridge, believe it or not, in the old days, yeah, in the old days, yeah, yeah. it's really really simplistic um when you think about it, it's just tanks of ink. That you fill, and yeah. it has got a little nozzles on there, and it sprays the ink across the page. It dries by the time it comes out of the printer. Right. And the biggest thing is, it's super good and it's super cheap.
2: And it barely uses the ink. use
1: it sips ink. It's amazing. I haven't. I I bought a spare set of cartridges when I bought my printer a year ago, and I'm laughing at myself because it, they're still sitting there. I haven't even begun to. And we print a lot. And yeah, and I I print quite a bit at home too. Yeah uh very surprised just very surprised at, at how well they work and um if you're looking if you're sick of paying $60 for a set of ink cartridges check out the the uh the eco uh, the tanks. Epson EcoTanks yep. will Def-
2: absolutely we'll, worth it we'll put a link up there for you guys to take a look at that um also we wanted to make sure you knew you got your shot I got my shot I'm getting my shot tomorrow so get the vax jack all right Let's absolutely get, get your vaccine get that done um get out there it's really easy we're you know. in the
1: top three in the country Connecticut is yeah top three in the country of vaccination number of vaccinations Smart. and the fact they rolled back to 16 plus at uh, April 1st right that's amazing when you think about how many vaccines that really means
2: yep all my wife and I did was button smash CVS app and we got our appointment button smash What's I'm trying that? to be cool What's the kids the kids <laughs> they button smash <laughs> I'm trying to act I'm trying to act hip and hip and young I never we button smash, smash. I'm so old
1: <laughs> that's what the kids all say
2: too. crazy so, uh,
1: Spe- speaking of vaccine and, yeah. and everything that's going on with the vaccine, uh, it looks like the world is starting to open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, out in Silicon Valley, yep. uh, ba- basically um, Facebook, Uber, and Microsoft are actually starting to call their workforce back. Oh, interesting. So some it's Twitter, actually, Jack Dorsey had come back and said at Twitter and said he was now going to have a forever remote workforce. Sure. But it sounds like he might be walking that back like he walks back almost everything, everything. he says anyway. Yeah. Um, but it looks like Facebook was also taking that stance, and it looks like the Zucker the Zuckerman wants people... People back in the office, right? And I know from us, we we were we were abided by the fifty percent rule here at Tab all throughout the pandemic, as far as the way we worked our workforce. And uh, it's really you miss people, yeah. You miss (laughs) human contact. You just miss people. (laughs) It's just the the human contact and the culture and being together and working as a team. It's definitely something that I I, I don't think as a society we'd want to lose that. No. And I'm really hoping that uh, as we as we get through this and as people start to return to work, they realize that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's really, it's, it's that camaraderie and that culture. You really don't want to let that go.
2: No. And, and the issues too that this, there's massive security issues with you going home working on a a laptop and you're logging into your insurance program for your customers and clients and your, your, your ninth grader is going to go sit at it for, to do his homework and whatever else he's going to do on that computer you know who the the security consequences of working from home and not having the infrastructure put in place to protect those machines proper antivirus proper web defense email defense all the technologies that would be sitting on a business machine are not there when you're at home and you're risking my data you're risking your company data you're risking your clients because you're doing it um so many companies didn't what didn't and didn't want to spend the money on buying their own employees those machines so our data is I think massively at risk thanks to this pandemic, we're gonna find ramifications that have gone on for a long time. It'll be, oh, this company's workforce had this type of issue or that type of issue is gonna be coming up. So we gotta be careful with what we're doing working from home. And you have no support at home. So you have nobody sitting next to you in your cubicle when the printer doesn't work to say, hey, Bob, how do I get this printer working? You gotta call your help desk. And that's also massively putting a weight on IT staff, um, because they can't troubleshoot your home network, your home printer that you have, and your home workstations, um, along with all the business technology you have. It's, it's a mess. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. It's like dealing,
1: dealing with uh, a home environment is, is a whole different animal than dealing in a, in a corporate environment. Right. No question about it. It's, it's much more difficult. Uh, Google as well, by the way. They're also bringing the f- workforce back. Yeah, so if all so, these IT
2: companies are going to be doing it, we're going, to be, we're going to be seeing it here more often locally too. I mean, I heard anecdotally Travelers is going to be bringing folks back. But the minimum, they're going to be bringing it back, I guess, March 29th, but you have to do a minimum of three days. Um, so it's one of those things where they're trying to get you to – you can't just kind of pop in and pop out like you like. It has to be something more real. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I would think Hartford would really need to get – people to come back to work because it's got to be a ghost town i
1: don't know I, uh, traffic's been picking up lately in the area too though driving through it got- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always a question <laughs> fingers yeah. crossed on that one right but i guess we're gonna have to just see i mean everybody's talking may of of, of this year is you know really when you're going to start to see it turn especially in connecticut right so my, i've got my fingers crossed that by july things will be kind yeah. of just shaken out and be not uh, we'll probably never go back to the old normal
2: yes we will you think you will yes come on we're gonna go back everyone says that we're all gonna go back to the old normal what you can't be wearing 15 masks every day Um, we definitely need to go back to the real the real normal we're all getting our shots I'm running out on tomorrow to get my shot my wife is I know lots of folks that are getting these shots so get out there and do it do your part Small business, local business needs us to stop by. You know, you, you need, they need traffic, so get out there and do your part. And support those restaurants, yeah. Support
1: the, those restaurants, man. Those those that have survived, they need your help always.
2: Yeah. The, and again, the small retail shops. For some reason, those small retail shops were shut down. But you could go to a Costco or you could go to a, a, a Target. But for some reason, you couldn't go to a boutique oh. that sold whatever they sold. Uh, for some reason, they had to be shut down. That doesn't make any sense no. to me.
1: No, there's there's a lot of things that were just. Yeah. Didn't make a lot of
2: sense to me then. Don't,
1: still don't make a lot of sense to me, but. This is a computer talk show, so we're gonna it go is. with that.
2: So feel free to get online, guys. We have four lines wide open. I know you guys are all raking your lawn, but Len said you didn't have to. So feel free to get online with us and, uh, get your technology questions in. eight hundred nine six six wtic 522 wtic Uh, we'll do our best to get, uh, all your questions answered for you. TJ's here. It's been five years since he's been here. We gotta give him something yeah, to do. Yeah, stump me. Stump me. I love it. We always threaten that, you know, if all the questions have been answered, occasionally it's happened where there are no calls, we just assume all the computer problems have been fixed and it's oh. usually because microsoft hasn't released an update <laughs> 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 that's usually the reason but feel free to get online we'll talk to you guys about whatever you want to talk about cutting the cable streaming uh... any of your of your technology issues we're here for you, uh, to, to answer those questions. Everything's posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And,
1: and you actually did, you, you, you took that domain, right? We did. So the name of the show.com will show get dot- you here.
2: It will get you there. <laughs> and, uh, and if you, if you like us on Facebook, we're over at WTIC's Facebook page. We're broadcasting live. So feel free to get online there. Uh, and of course we're on Tab's Facebook page, but everything we, Post is over at Tab's Facebook page. If you like us there, and Mark Zuckerberg deems the newsworthy, and you're not in Australia, it might get to you. Although I guess they worked that out between us. Yeah, they figured,
1: they figured out how to get paid.
2: Yeah, then they should get paid. And
1: they should get paid because they're using your
2: feeds, they're using your news, and you're not. Well, that's a whole. I'm not even going to go there. Well, they should go. We should go there because actually Microsoft's trying to step in there too, right? Microsoft's kind of got some weird opinion about that whole thing too. They're pushing hard for them to get paid. You know, there's
1: a whole thing with Microsoft and how they're they're really what they're trying to get is subscribers. Yeah. Microsoft really wants subscribers for life, and that that was the onus of O365. That was the onus of what they're doing, pushing the edge browsers as hard as they are, because mm. they really want eyes on the eyes on the prize kind of thing. And Pain I think forever. you're going to see it. Yeah. And if we don't have any calls after the top of the hour, too, one thing I'm just going to drop this bomb and leave it. Yeah. I'm going to talk about NFTs. And oh, if, yeah. And if you want your hair to melt. Listen in after 10 o'clock, because NFTs are the strangest thing I've ever heard of, and all of a sudden, they're worth millions of dollars. Ooh, like N- Bitcoin? NFTs Are they more real? It is. Oh, it's so like Bitcoin, but oh. it's on the Ethereum line. Well, we'll get into it, because it makes absolutely no sense, and I don't understand it, but that's not a We'll talk about <laughs> We'll be back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours